We interrupt this amazing episode to let you know that we have three Zoom panels with Coach's Edge going on this month. At the end of the month, everybody, anybody is invited. On October 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Doreen Ingalls, five-time state championship coach, Brian Morehouse, two-time NCAA Division III national champion, and Jeremy Schiller, IMG Academy, are speaking on the topic of winning. On October 25th, we're talking about three-on-three. We're talking about three-on-three three and how it can be applied to improve your program. We're talking at the pro high level with FIBA master instructor Chuck Arnold. We're talking at the junior high and high school level with Ithaca varsity boys basketball coach Josh Rayburn. And we're talking about at the youth level with me. That's all on October 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's via Zoom. And then we're talking leadership on October 30th with Jeff Mezzatesta, one of the top boys basketball coaches in 1A and 2A in the state of South Carolina. Anthony Troshak, Charlevoix, Michigan, Coach's Edge contributor. Both these guys have their masters in leadership. They, they eat and breathe and sleep leadership. And then Troy Slatman will also be joining that. He's a principal. He's a former college athlete. He's somebody who I pick uh, his brain. I stay with him uh, sometimes when I go up to Ohio to run camps. And he's just, every time I, I leave having conversation with him, I am better off because of it. He's a ton of leadership when it comes to sports, business, teaching, education in that area. So October 22nd, winning. October 25th, three on three. October 30th, leadership hit me up, contact at crayonbasketball.com. I will send you the invite. You are not going to want to miss these Zoom panels that we have for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a Coach's Edge Coach member or not. We want you to get better because of these meetings. Come in and get after it and get better with us. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball, coachesedge.coach. And I want to talk a little bit about sleep. If you listen to our episode with uh, Coach Brian Sabo, we touched on sleep a little bit, the importance of it. We talked about pros and cons of early morning workouts and practices for basketball teams. And then sure enough, a couple of days later after we recorded, I find this graphic that pops up on Twitter. So if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to go through this graphic. But I'm going to read this stuff out. So audio form will be perfect as well. That's why we're putting down the podcast. And it, there's some studies on there by Stanford uh, University athletes. And as I'm looking through and I'm thinking about my own experiences as a college athlete uh, playing overseas, there were a lot of things that I looked through on this graphic that I could really relate to. And it really touches on, you know, some of the pros and cons, I think, and goes a little deeper into, you know, are some of these workouts that we're doing at different times beneficial or detrimental to the players that we're working with throughout the course of, of the year. So it's just titled sleep like a champion. And it talks about some sleep numbers and some sleep recommendations. And it talks about some of the performance aspects that getting some extra sleep provides. And so let's go through a little bit of this and I'll share. So it says the average adult needs seven to nine hours of sleep. That's where I'm at, depending on how much, you know, exercise I'm doing throughout the course of the day, I need nine. Like during the summer, I'm trying to get nine. I'm running camps, I'm driving in the car, and I'm sleeping. That's pretty much what I do all summer. Uh, during the winter, where I'm not as physically active and I'm not doing as much cardio, it's more of like just some lifting. If I'm closer to like seven, seven and a half hours, I'm good there. So it, for me, at least, it, it depends a little bit on how active I am. Again, your body needs time to recover. It does that. 
while you sleep. Uh, it talked about average hours that adults sleep, five to seven hours, not enough, not enough. And we hear a lot about, hey, we're grinding, we're getting up early. A lot of people that get up really early, they just go to bed earlier, right? And so I'm all for getting up early, but I'm all for getting enough sleep at the same time, right? So um, if, if you're going to get up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or whatever time that is, make sure you go to bed earlier so you can still get uh, that amount of sleep. There's great benefits to getting up early. I think if, if you're a business owner, if you're working on a lot of self-development, because it's uninterrupted time in the morning, because most of the world's sleeping. Great benefits. You got to make sure that you're not burning the candle on, on both ends. Otherwise, you're not, you're going to burn out. Average hours of sleep, many pro athletes get 10 to 12. This is where I started to really be able to relate. When I played overseas, I was aiming for 10 hours of sleep at night. And I take a nap basically every day. That's a lot of sleep, right? But I tell you what. When you're practicing twice a day, when you got mandatory lifts on top of that, you need a lot of sleep and you're tired. Like, I mean, when when we finished our second practice of the day and I come home and I, I get a, a late dinner in, I'd watch a, this is back in the day before they had like digital stuff. So I throw on like a DVD with my wife. We'd watch some TV on that because the local TV channels weren't in English. And then I go to sleep and I was out. I was out until morning when I woke up, I'd get around, have breakfast, you know, usually read the Bible, hang out for a little bit, and then go to our morning practice. You go to the morning practice for a couple hours, right? Come back, eat lunch, eat lunch, take a nap for about 45 minutes. And I get up, do whatever we needed to do throughout the course of the day. Maybe we need to go to the grocery store. Maybe that was, you know, we were going downtown or whatever we needed to do hanging out. And then later we'd go, I'd go to my second practice. And that was a daily routine and schedule, you know, essentially Monday through Friday. And then we'd have a game on Saturday and then we'd have Sundays off. It'd be a, a usual schedule for like an eight, nine month overseas basketball season. I was aiming for 10 hours of sleep at night, at least. And I get about a 45 minute, minute nap in and I was out. I needed that extra sleep to be able to do what I need to do. And if I didn't sleep well, or I didn't get enough sleep, you can bet I felt it. So if you're a coach and you have a high school athletes who are going to school all day, right? You, you got intense practices. You got to think how much rest are they really getting? Right. And they got come back. They got, they got homework, right? You're obviously traveling for games, road trips, and so there's only so much you can control as a coach, but the importance of being able to get your players right and, and emphasize the importance of rest is absolutely vital, 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 vital. High school example. I was always, I've always been a pretty good sleeper. So like if, if I was tired at night, it didn't matter if it was like 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m., and I'm a senior in high school, I just go to bed. I'm out, going to bed, right? Wake up in the morning. If it was a game day, I'd always try to get a nap in, right? So let's say we got a home game. I'd come back from school. I'd take a quick nap, like 30, 45 minutes. 
I get up, get, get a bite to eat, shower, get changed, head to the gym. Right. If it was a, a road game and it was a little farther away, maybe I couldn't get that nap in the car. I'd try to like zone out, nap, relax in the, on the bus if I could. And that was something that I tried to do every single game day to even get extra sleep. I just felt like it was going to allow me to perform better. And also it's a way of relaxing your mind. You know, you're, you're not so much thinking about a bunch of different stuff if you're asleep. Right. And so I, th I think that's a, a way to calm yourself and, and relax a little bit is getting sleep. And we'll talk about that a little bit down on this graphic a little bit more. Again, if you're watching that current basketball on YouTube, you can you can see this graphic. I'll send it to you if any guys need it. University basketball players is at Stanford improved their free throw and three point shooting accuracy by nine percent and nine point two percent, respectively. Based on a sleep extension study. So it doesn't say how many were in the study. I'm assuming these were like a practice situation test that they were doing. Um, it doesn't say how much extra sleep these athletes were getting. But let's just assume it was with a basketball team. I don't know. Assume it was with the basketball team. They did a, a – this could have been off-season. They're doing workouts. Some they would have price sleep less. Some they would have sleep more. And they shot almost 10% better doing shooting drills, it looks like, from free throws and threes. That's a huge amount, right? So that can't be understated. The reaction time one, have you ever felt like when you lack sleep and you're literally like a zombie because you've been awake for so long, you, it's... I'll just read it. Reaction time can be reduced by 300% from a single all-nighter, all right? Now, I've probably only pulled one or two all-nighters in my life, right? But during those times where I just didn't get enough sleep or didn't sleep well, you're going throughout the course of the day and you feel like you're in slow motion, right? You, you feel like your eyes haven't even adjusted to uh, the things that you're required to do throughout the course of the day, let alone being on the basketball court and playing. So the importance of getting good, sound, consistent sleep, as far as your performance and being able to make quick, not only reactions, but decisions on the court is huge, huge, huge. And it talks about university football players showed <clears throat> a good, let me see here, a good night's sleep improved to 40 yard dash times by 2.1%. Any percent is huge, 2.1%. Again, no surprise there you can get a better night's sleep, you're going to be able to perform better. Let's go down a little bit on this graphic to this. This graphic was put together by Casper.com. All right. And I went and looked at Casper.com and they are like a mattress company. Um, so I wouldn't take a whole lot of that, except they put some stuff in from Stanford. And I started reading through this graphic. I was like, I can relate to like everything that they put on there. This is really good stuff. That's why I'm sharing. So some of the restorative benefits of sleep. Yeah, stage one, two, three, and four of your sleep. Stage one, light sleep, easy to wake. It'd be like taking a, a quick nap and you wake up, something along those lines. By the time you get to stage two, right, your muscles are relaxed, body temperature drops, heart rate slows, your breathing slows. You're starting to get in a little deeper sleep, right? Uh, we've, all, we've all been there, right? Stage three, restorative sleep. And I got, I got a really good example that ties into some of our 
stage three stuff. This is where some big things happen. Nervous system starts to repair itself. Memories, you're starting to get more energy, right? Energy is being restored. Blood pressure, right? If you don't get a lot of sleep, you're more likely to have high blood pressure. Again, this is like the repair system, recovery, right? Blood flow to increase muscles. Growth, growth hormones release and repair muscles, bones, and internal systems. So if you're not getting enough sleep, your body isn't able to not only perform better, but grow so it can go up a whole nother level with not just the energy, the physical strength of your body, muscles, bones, all the systems inside. And then once you get to stage four, right, dreaming, breathing, uh, your brain activity, like we, we need to get all the all these in. But I want to touch back to some of the benefits it talked about in the restorative sleep stage, stage three, and talk a little bit about some of the muscle stuff. My senior year of college in the last semester, I was a student teacher because my degree is in elementary ed, right? So I had to do my student teaching. Now, this wasn't the most uh, beneficial regarding doing student teaching, get my degree, want to do a nice job, and also want to go out with a bang, right? My last year playing college basketball, want to do the best I can, perform the best I can. And these are two very big things going on at the same time that I'm sure a lot of college athletes can relate to. But when you're doing student teaching, right, it was get up, say, around 6 a.m., 6, 6, 15 a.m., I can't remember, it was a long time ago, getting up around 6 I'd have a quick breakfast, I'd throw my clothes on, and I'd head off to the school. You teach all day, right? Because when you're a student teacher, you're a student teacher. You teach all day until uh, a little before three o'clock, we'd get out. School would finish out. I'd quick get in the car. I'd drive all the way back to the school. Practice starts at 3.30. Practice 3.30 to, let's say, 5.30, approximately. Right. And so from 6 a.m. to say 530, I mean, it's been going nonstop. A lot of those practices, second half of my my senior year, our coach would start to, you know, go from, say, two hour practices closer to like an hour and a half, hour and 45. I personally wanted more practice time. And so a lot of times practice would finish. A lot of our teammates would go and have dinner. I would then stay and do the skill workout, which they started out with the JV basketball team. And I work out with them for another half hour, 45 minutes before they got into more of their, um, you know, tactics, plays and systems and things like that. But they do a lot of shooting, a lot of ball handling, different types of drills in the beginning. Their, their coaches, Eric Elliott was probably the greatest player to ever play at hope. And he was their coach at time. So I loved getting in and much time as I could with him. So now let's say, it's 6, 6.15, still haven't had dinner yet. I'll grab a quick bite to eat. I'll come back. I'll, I'll come back to my apartment, my house. I'll go over my lesson plans, right? And then there was a game on. I want to watch the game, right? Like an NBA game, college game, whatever it might be. Go to sleep. And at that point in time, as a college athlete, practicing for two plus hours a day, doing student teaching full-time and playing games on Wednesdays and Saturdays, I probably was getting 
maybe seven hours of sleep a night, maybe. Because you get home after a long day of practice, eat dinner, shower, get all cleaned up. Okay, I'll do my lesson plan for the next day. And then like, I haven't had any time to myself. Like I've been just on the run since as soon as I woke up. Right. And so I want to, you know, relax for a little bit, which, and I, I want to talk to my, you know, my roommates, my friends. And so a lot of times that meant staying up later than I should watching some TV, hanging out. My college roommates didn't have, most of them didn't have a student teaching schedule like I did. Right. So they might not have class until, you know, noon the next day, whatever it is. So they were staying up later. I was getting very little sleep. I say all this to say that if you were to look at videos and pictures of me, my senior year of college, that's not how I actually looked for the majority of my college career. I was skin and bones the end of my senior year. This was supposed to be like the pinnacle of my playing career and how I finished everything out. And here I was, uh, you know, probably like in the low 170s, right? Which was about 10 pounds lower than at that point I, I felt good being at. You need more sleep. My body didn't have time to recover. It didn't. So I kept breaking my body down throughout the course of each and every day. I wasn't getting enough sleep to repair the bones, the muscles, and really the overall systems of just being alert that I needed throughout the course of the day. And so it was a big time struggle to do that. How do you fix that? Well, if I knew I wasn't going overseas the that next year or trying to, I probably would have postponed my student teaching. And I would have graduated in four and a half years in, instead of four. I need to get out of there right away, you know, to 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 move on with you know the next phase of my life. But if I knew I wasn't going to go overseas at all, I would have just extended, hey, you know, my college career is finished. I'm going to come back to school for one more semester, do my student teaching. And I think, you know, overall my basketball performance would have been uh, even even better because of the importance of being well-rested and getting the amount of sleep that you need if you're going to be a college athlete or in a lot of our listeners' case, if you're going to coach high school athletes. Got to keep an eye on how much sleep we're getting to our players, right? Some tips. This graphic finishes out with some tips. Aim for eight to 10 hours of sleep to help your body recover. If you're younger, I think we should all be shooting for that. Like if you're a high school, you should always be shooting for that eight to 10 hour. Um, if you're, you know, in your thirties like me, eight to 10 hours sleep, it just kind of depends. I mean, I, even if I'm pretty active, I don't need 10 hours of, of sleep as an athlete. But when I was going, going, going all the time, 10 hours of sleep was, was excellent. Excellent for me. The dark room stuff, in the colder uh, room as you sleep, those are some things I wish I would have known about earlier as an athlete, right? And so even giving some tips or even giving like a graphic like this out to your players, I think could be beneficial. So I got the white noise going on when I sleep, right? We turn, turn the temperature down the house a degree or two every night. And the dark room, my wife teases me, but I sleep with the the uh, I should have brought them here because we're on video. I sleep with like the the mask, the sleep mask, right? I, I put the sleep mask over my eyes, so it's pitch black when I sleep, and it helps. 
it helps because for me, just that tiny bit of light coming in, because we keep the door cracked, we got a light out in the kitchen. So if our if one of our kids wake up, like they kind of have a, a way they're not gonna run anything, anything, they can come and wake mom and dad up if something happens at night and get scared, whatever it might be. Um, so for me to put that sleep mask on is huge. And I sleep much better because of it. And then this mentions the quick naps are important as well. Um, I'm not much of a napper anymore. Very rarely do I ever take a nap anymore, but I highly recommend it if you're an athlete. And that was something I did in high school in college playing overseas. I was always trying to get a quick nap in. I was always glad that I got it in, helped me just feel like refreshed, helped my mind to clear itself a little bit by being able to relax and get some sleep. So I thought that uh, this graphic was definitely worth uh, worth sharing. And I think that, you know, if, if you're working with athletes, it can be very difficult to get, you know, them to get enough sleep throughout the course of, you know, a, a day, a week, a basketball season. But these are some conversations that are worth, ha worth having with your players and really ask them and, and maybe fill out like a, like a form or, um, you know, go over this in the classroom before the season, in the middle of the season and just say, hey, this is really important to our performance. You know, we can work hard. We can get extra shots up. We can put all the time in that we need to. We can watch all the game film. But when it comes to your physical performance, if your body's not rested, it's not going to be able to perform and make sure you're getting uh, the right amount of sleep so you can do what you love to do at a high level. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Lots of great stuff we have going on with Coach's Edge. We've been putting a ton of new uploads up there recently with between Coach Troshak and myself, whether it's defensive drills, videos uh, broken down, whether it's PDFs of like volume two of our finishing school that just came out, you know, finishing school volume one was a big hit. We had like 30 different one-on-one -on -one and small sided game drills on there. We just came out with another 20 and finishing school volume two. So, I mean, just, there's so many drills that you can use inside of the coaches edge.coach membership that, you know, we're, we're doing these, right? I'm doing these with the players that we're training this fall. Our players are not only having fun, but they're getting better. They're working on situations that they're going to encounter during the game. I mean, it's, it's win, win, win. And so if you want access to all this stuff, go to coachesedge.coach. You also get access to me. More than happy to have conversations with you, especially as we dig into the season and this month of October and how we can start the season off strong. Thanks for listening. Get after it today.